At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Welcome to Oral Hygiene. This is where we talk about educational films, experimental and avant-garde films, and weird documentaries. Uh, this is Matt. Hello, Mark Malik. Hello. Yep, we're staying I'm with here the edu- for drugs. All right. Yeah, we're sticking with the educational today. I I, I do that spiel because just before I hit record, it's like, well, how far can you talk about? I was like, well, I got an out. I could can do weird documentaries and avant-garde films. So I'll do Lucifer Rising sometime. Nice. <laughs> I, I've seen that on uh, eight millimeter or six right. millimeter. All right. <laughs> One of those. We yeah. the, my friends rented it from uh Video drum. was in charge of that. No, they rented it from like they rented it from someone who was in charge of dude's um archive. I why my Richard Kern is his name. I get us. <laughs> hey, is uh, Videodrome still exist? Yes, it's okay. the only video story. They're doing well. Yeah, I would shout I would out to Video Drum. So. Well, I guess it's yeah, it's just uh, it's becoming a niche, right? And I haven't been in Atlanta for a long time. I was like, man, I really hope Video Drum's still there. Everyone else would go away, but yeah, they've been hosting uh, screenings at the Plaza Theater. Also, shouts Plaza Theater. But yes, um, older films. I saw um, they hosted a screening of The Astrologer. Are you familiar, are you familiar with that film? Craig no. Denny's The Astrologer was i think 1975 but basically this guy was basically a con artist he made a bunch of money faking being an astrologer and then he made a film about a guy who's an astrologer and becomes extremely rich and famous doing astrology star and he cast himself in it used a bunch of music that he didn't have the rights to uh particularly from the moody blues got sued out of existence and then either died or faked his death in in the early 80s okay it is the it is the funniest uh good bad film i've ever seen and you can't get it you cannot get it on any kind of uh video format you have to see the screening of it i think columbia or whoever sued it out of existence again <laughs> after it was being screened. I'll see if I can do that. Um, you were making me think of the Holy it. Mountain, basically, but uh, it's not. It's not anywhere near that good. Okay, okay, that's really just your funny. description. Anyway, uh, today's film is completely different. Uh, it is Narcotics Pit of Despair. Uh, can you give us like the four or five sentence TV guide reference? Uh, summary. Summary is the word I meant to use. Okay, John Scott, that's his name, right? John sure, Scott why not? is on drugs. <laughs> John Scott does drugs, ruins his life. It's over forever. That's real, that's real short, okay. <laughs> that's short. Yeah, that's not, that's not four or five sentences. Anyway, it's a whatever. short store. Every, every word is a sentence. Yeah. I, okay. Buffalo, no, buffalo, I, buffalo, 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 buffalo. Now I got to take it on to myself. John Scott, your normal teenager, kicking it with the girls and playing ball. 
but he goes to a pot party and gets a few hits of the stuff. Before long, he's failing in school and strung out on heroin. The end. Yeah, his, his that, life that, is ruined. That is the end. No, there is no end. Excuse me. No, there is no end. That's true. <laughs> the video does stop after that, though. So I feel like they're not they're being a little disingenuous with you. But it's a thing where the, you're just not watching anymore, but it still is happening. It's happening you, inside of your television. You, you said you enjoyed the snake that we start with, right? Yeah, it was cute. Okay. Snakes. I'm, I'm not, a, I guess I'm not much of a snake dude. Um, but if, if I, if we were to, you know, get kaleidoscopic and narrow in a little more on facets of this film, we have, um, our drug dealer. Let's start with our drug dealer who is not John Scott. Um, Geez, what is his name? Uh, Abe Lincoln. That's all I can come up with. I think they do give him a name, but all I, I can think of is Abe Lincoln because who, who rocks Pete. that beard? His name's Pete. I'm sorry. Pete, thank you. Okay. See, I just kept writing Abe Lincoln in my notes. I mean, they say his name several times in the movie, so. <laughs> they don't give every character a name. They just give, I believe it's just him and John Scott and everyone else. Doesn't the 40-year-old prostitute get a name i i believe oh helen there we so go they, yeah she's so got three a characters name. and names even yeah. though they they just drop that at the end <laughs> and they also just drop prostitution like oh by the way prostitute yeah they just kind of mumbled that you know like all these things in soliciting <laughs> yeah they you know after the real thing after though. she's arrested she's a prostitute before that i mean that's how the manson family ran yeah well, I think Mans I think Manson family gave it away for free. I think that was their whole thing. Well, he was manipulating. I mean, they stayed in Dennis Wilson's house for quite a while. It's true. Yeah. I think he was manipulating Dennis Wilson too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my <laughs> point. Like, like, like free, like you know, man, money money's not a thing. We don't exchange money. We exchange souls, you know. But I mean, you know, he was manipulating <laughs> things. Uh, yeah, in Dune Bug. I mean, so he didn't get paid in cash. He got paid in dune buggies and stuff. And yeah, of course. So for the race war, right? Exactly. To find a to find the secret entrance to the bottomless pit in the desert. Yeah, where all the snakes are. No, no, I don't think snakes are supposed to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> Does Death Valley have snakes? Seems too. I don't know. I've been there once. It was like January. You know, it was like actually it was quite nice in January. <laughs> I feel like snakes are a lot more of a swamp. Thing than a desert thing yeah but I don't, I don't know i have very little experience with desert anything i've been to california once it was san francisco it was kind of you know rich yeah anyway pete the drug dealer is just like straight up hanging out in the bushes <laughs> it, they zoom in on the cameraman zooms in on him like he is a uh like he is a snake yeah. Oh, oh, I that, see. Okay. This film has some metaphor going on. There we go. But no, I can't just imagine like, the snake was there for any reason other than metaphor because they just open cold, like cold open snake for 30 seconds with no sound. But uh, yeah, you, got, you know, he shows up out of the woods with, with his pot needles. <laughs> they actually said pot ne needle. It, was it pot or is it P.O.P. needle like pop needle? I, I watch. I watched it again, and I'm pretty sure I heard pot needle. Like, yeah. I, I, it could be that's what I want to hear. So, <laughs> well, you but, know the the misrepresentation of of 
weed in general did not end in 1960 when was this i'm sorry i don't have this in my notes oh 60 I, something yeah 67 68 sorry i didn't put that in my notes either but uh <laughs> yeah it's it's late 60s but uh john is clearly from the 50s uh including an age because it seems i'm like wondering why he's still in high school at age 32 so there is a there is a major institutional problem here that the narrator seems to just it's like uh it seems like john has just all these problems and and no parents around and uh yeah and then he's supposed to just not do drugs yeah i mean i don't know john can solve his problems with masturbation (laughs) and drugs um, the the narrator (laughs) the narrator made it sound like he got traffic violations all the time for one thing (laughs) right he just had to uh he had to be on the football team he had to run track he had to get his grades up to be able to do those things and then yeah. the narrator's just like, well, yeah, sure. He'll just cram and then get it done. And then, you know, it's sort of neglecting that maybe John should just maybe all, take one of the uh, stop running track or something. Maybe all just John needs is to get team. high and to get laid. <laughs> yeah, that'll <laughs> solve all his problems. The, the narrator just seems to just propose these solutions as if he's talking directly to john but then they're not actually solutions for anything right (laughs) it's a weird it's a weird fatalistic kind of a thing where where he's not saying well john could just study harder but it's more just like oh what'll it hurt to just do some drugs party man Hey, blasting off to Kicksville sounds like a fantastic idea but yeah we go to this pot party which has like streamers and canned music that's mm-hmm. kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly four people, I think. At this Where honest, honest Abe commands you to smoke weed. <laughs> he doesn't really give out commands until the very end. Where yeah, it's just true. like where he ties. Are, are we gonna Are we going to do the synopsis, or can we just jump around? Do you have a structure? <laughs> I thought I thought I asked you to do the synopsis. <laughs> you did. Okay. Then, okay. Yes, at the end, then he has John tied to the bed and then he whispers into John's ear, I am the only drug dealer that exists. You will <laughs> buy from me forever. Which is just that's probably the most fantastical, ridiculous thing ever because beating the cave Lincoln got your fix. There are more than there's more than one drug dealer. I don't care what size your town is. You don't <laughs> have to buy from a one guy. That's not that's not a business model. Yeah. You if you have proprietary drug like if if uh if if Pete had put a specifically maybe a uh, a specifically sized hole in John's arm like a six-pointed hole he says yeah. you can only buy needles that fit this hole for me. Mm. You can only use those to shoot heroin. Then he'd have a perfect business model for this whole uh trap thing, but not if that, he used his other arm. Yeah, yeah, got two point. arms. So he just like covers his entire body with proprietary holes. Unless it's like the Jared Leto thing. Then you just got one arm you can shoot heroin in. Wait, what? Did he lose an arm? In Requiem for a Dream. Oh, I forgot that was him. (laughs) Wild. Jared, apparently his new film is terrible. Okay, sure. My my Facebook feed is just full of, I thought he was the worst part of uh, Blade Runner 2049. (laughs) Personally, (laughs) that's the only thing I've seen him in lately. Right. I think I think a lot of us gave up on him after the the Joker thing. I'm not going to I refuse to watch him as a Joker. I'm just not going to watch it. 
I don't he's want to. twisted. <laughs> There's they're literally he is competing with like the greatest actors of all time have all been jokers. And then this dude who's just like sort of a I don't know, white rapper they, gangster version of Joker. I don't even get it. But those actors didn't send their co-stars dead rats and used condoms. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even that that doesn't at least that was original. I've never heard of anyone doing something that shitty to their co-stars. Twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Hey, hey, I, carnival. I, I put it in my notes. I'm pretty sure Bennies and beer will fuck you up more than the weed, but then I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know what a Benny is. It is a from what I looked up, I've always heard this term and I have either forgot or I never knew what it was, but I looked it up and apparently it's just sort of like a cocktail of a bunch of stuff cut with speed and that's it really. It doesn't seem like it even has a definition. It's just like, a, I think like how ecstasy was when uh, when we were in high school where people would get ecstasy and it would just have just whatever in it. Yeah, that doesn't. From yeah. Apparently, that, that, apparently, ecstasy just had whatever, including heroin, would just have just a bunch of random stuff, and you take it <laughs> and you just, oh well. Okay, I guess you had to be on the UK scene to get the proper stuff. I don't know. I have no idea. Or hey, no maybe idea. they did it's the same like thing. To, you probably had to be a tech bro who synthesized it yourself. Yeah, I, I don't I, even I, know. Anyway, my I just can't. My slang can't touch this narrator's command of a uh, slang. Welcome yeah, to Kicksville. Yeah, welcome to Kicksville. Population dube. <laughs> yes, because the dube is a person. He's That's giving right. dubes personhood. He's definitely part of the problem. Let's smoke weed and become psychic. Well, how about that? Like m- very elaborate heroin tutorial where the uh, the narrator seems to only the only problem he seems to have is that people who are doing heroin at parties aren't sterilizing the needles. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, I guess, you know, basically you can go to your doctor if you want some heroin, right? <laughs> I don't think that's been a thing since like the 30s. No, it's been uh, banned since 1925, actually. But I mean, you oh, know, close. Uh, hey, is the roaring 20s are back. You're being given drugs that are worse than uh, that <laughs> to go pick yeah. up at the drugstore. Well, you know, the the uh, push for legalization, uh, decriminalization and legalization here in the States is pretty, uh, I mean, Oregon, you can just do whatever you want now, I think. Right, right. So it's not, have... I mean, possession isn't a problem. I mean, I think selling it is a problem. Okay, there we go. But, um, oh, I lost the thought. No, yeah, in Japan, it's Weed. just, well, you, Japan is just, well, no, no, no put, Japan's terrifying. They put um, McCartney in. See- prison for jail for a week for having a joint right did you see uh, enter the void i didn't i know i mean i know of the movie but yeah i i actually i found it extremely upsetting and i and i cried in the theater like six times i saw it <laughs> okay. i it was very uh it was extremely sad and it sort of revolves around a kid lives in tokyo and part of it is like he has drugs and he yells that i'm i'm sorry spoilers for this terribly upsetting movie which no one would enjoy <laughs> he gets shot by police and then he just sort of dies for an hour and a half so that, you know maybe john dies halfway through this film because when he's supposed to be all strung out he's he still you know he still looks pretty preppy you know well you see at the beginning when they do that really cool camera trick where he looks blue for a second that might have just but been uh foreshadowing 
aging of the film but yeah i mean yeah, when he's supposed to be a, when he's supposed to be a complete junkie he's like taking his lady out on a date he's got a nice car it's like hey he's keeping it all real yeah there is a there's some very confused messaging going on with this film <laughs> but uh yeah he's got to go through all the motions for a sports car bj yeah well that's uh sports car bjs are not the narrator's concern he's only concerned with with how much he is going to require right heroin <laughs> and john's gonna require a, a government hospital for the very best care science can give yeah <laughs> okay sorry i, I know there's lots of horrible <laughs> va stories <laughs> well i'm i'm pretty sure that in the 60s you could actually get better health care than you can now <laughs> and it, it, i i don't know there is uh there's a very uh there's a famous like educational film that I think it was Disney or Warner Brothers, one of those two. That's a cartoon where you go and it shows you all the things about how you go and get public health care and get your checkups and everything. Uh-huh. That stuff just doesn't exist anymore at all. Right, right. But, I, uh, I wish I could remember the name of it, but maybe it was Donald Duck. I don't know. <laughs> all that stuff blurs together. Yeah, but here we're just on a toboggan to hell. That was a weird one. <laughs> Yeah, to bo- I'm pretty sure that he wrote that down. Uh, that it feels th- like the narrator wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, it's an ACDC album, I think. Um, that's, oh, once their uh, Christmas album. One thing, I this is like the most instructional film I think I've seen on how to do heroin. Yeah, it's true. It's um, they spend like two minutes on showing you how to do it. It, it yeah, it really is a an elaborate um, the whole ritual. But then isn't that right when they um no, that's not that's not when he's trapped on the bed. That's when they introduce the guy who's the heroin dealer who looks like Jeffrey Jones. Right, right. <laughs> that is scary. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, they, they you do this, then you do this, and oh, in this case it's not quite sanitary. But hey, you can, you know, if you're being sanitary, now you know what to do. Yeah, the yeah, if being sanitary is the only problem, then you know, you have your uh well, you can't just watch, I guess in their defense, you can't just watch that movie whenever you want to do heroin. <laughs> you probably can't watch it while you're doing heroin because the school probably has it. I wonder if anyone broke into a school and stole a reel of it so they could. Uh, What's on YouTube now? You play it on YouTube and then you go. Oh, well, yeah. But I mean, so is you do what you're instructions do. on how to do heroin are on YouTube. Probably you can so, yeah. probably get a how to. Of course, the, the, the big climax of this movie is the police raiding Jeffrey Jones's um, um, pad, as I think also yeah, happened like, in real life. Um, <laughs> yeah, the police don't. Yeah, it seems like the police don't even exist until that happens. No, like, John. And, and then they like they don't even pay attention to John. He totally could have bolted. You know, Fuzz didn't even notice he was there. He could have just walked out. Yeah, it's like half the town of, of 12 people are involved in this scandal. <laughs> yeah it's but it's funny because there's the whole thing where um earlier on they think the police are coming and they put all the drugs in trash can and they're about to light them on fire but it's just like someone coming to the party i'm just like fuck this podcast let's play flaming can (laughs) yeah i wonder if they just do that every time someone walks towards the door that's an awful "Ah." waste (laughs) (laughs) i think that's what they do in university dorms that's probably uh probably uh there's a college drug movie where they do that but 
Here's a college drug movie. <laughs> college drug movie. <laughs> just, yeah, probably. I don't know. I haven't seen all of them. So, um, trash this... can burning trash can university with, uh, I don't know, Owen Wilson. There we go. So, did this movie leave you in a pit of despair? Uh, kind of. It, it was, de- it was depressing. I mean, it was, it was depressing because it felt like the narrator was taking me to a world where there's no way out and there's, and at, at the end, John is just going to go and look up the drug dealers again. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't learned anything no like see he's learned how to maintain his hair and appearance very well though yeah he's, he's learned still... how to, i think he started wearing sunglasses at the end and that was the what he learned oh well that's yeah he, that shows that he's um now indoctrinated into the scene yes high, no high schoolers high schoolers don't wear sunglasses no, 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 no one good wears, no one is who has any goodness in their heart wears sunglasses. If you wear sunglasses, you are scum. <laughs> that's that's the official platform of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stop wearing sunglasses immediately because I keep breaking them and they cost too much money. No, I, I actually I don't wear sunglasses. I, just, I have a pair that's sitting in a box here, but uh, I've used I have them once. To. I've used them. I went to Okinawa and I didn't bring them. So I was like, I'm going to stare at that uh, sun. <laughs> I, I, um, I started getting migraines and then I started wearing sunglasses and I made migraines go away. So yeah, I need, I need to wear sunglasses. I had this, uh, I had this pre YouTube. Um, I had a, it was on like a something weird disc, but it only had the first half of the movie. So it just like ended with a cool party. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, was, I mean, nothing really, nothing happens after, I think once, once John does heroin, then it's completely fixed his life in place for the entirety of, or once he smokes weed. Yeah. That's it. So that's what it, this is telling us is it's the fate of, uh, if you slip up once, then your life is over. Well, um, yeah, when I don't remember quite the name, but when I had high school German, I remember he had a real lazy teacher once and he kept he kept showing us like the rise and fall of the Third Reich. But, you know, it's what, like a two hour again, at least three times. But the thing is, it's a two hour movie. So he'd show us the first half and then the next day we'd actually have something to do and he wouldn't show us the second half. So we only saw uh, the rise of the Third Reich like three times. We had a, a couple of a couple of teachers, especially this one gym coach who showed us like he showed us the bodyguard. I think that's how I saw all those like Disney movies, like the Lion King and Little Mermaid were all in that class. But um, the only testing we received in that class was um, a, a true false test at the end of the semester. And it was always the first 50 questions were either true or false. And then the other 50 questions were either true or false. All right. But um, three times I, I when I was student teaching, there was this dude. And I remember one day all of his lessons were we're going to see if the Wizard of Oz and Dark Side of the Moon sync up. By the uh, way, the answer is no, they don't. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> but um, I'm glad we see eye to eye on that because that is absolutely false. Oh, I've, I saw that like all seven periods that day. It doesn't match. And um, Ugh. and two years later, that guy was fired for banging the girls basketball team. So, oh, no, wait, the whole team. <laughs> probably not the whole team but uh, <laughs> anyway he, he was he was a percentage of the team that's awful i learned it from like the actual news so it was like uh, not it was bad enough that it was like a news report where i heard this i was like oh yeah that guy yeah. was an asshole <laughs> i had um i only heard a news report about my uh eighth grade math teacher doing 
and and apparently at the time it was like when you're a kid you're just like oh man i wanted to have sex with my teacher but then it it was a whole thing where she was just telling boys oh well um what if you were standing there in your underwear it was things like that like she was just saying things to make boys uncomfortable oh okay which is it well that that's actually was a good thing to hear that because um because you know it it's not a sexual whatever i'll take the controversial stance that sexually harassing children is not okay and it's not sexy okay there you go that's what this <laughs> podcast does not stand for sexual harassment or sunglasses <laughs> or sunglasses or sexual harassment with sunglasses on but that's an yeah that is an important thing because you know i'm sure a lot of uh what was the uh the famous the teacher who ended up marrying the the student in florida i can't remember what her name was but there's a whole thing where uh, a, just a generation of boys were just like oh man that's so hot but then you see video footage of her standing there with her 30 year old younger husband and he looks terrified and she looks power mad is that that this that's a french president isn't french president macron yeah i think i don't know is it his wife did he did he have an olsen twin or something i can't remember what that uh, now i can't remember if it's him or not but um there's someone where they did like marry their teacher and now they run a country yikes <laughs> and i know uh, I, now, I, now I gotta I look guess, up his name and make sure I've I got this right because <laughs> I don't want to put the. I'm, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't want to slander anyone's functional marriage, but you know, that's pretty messed up. Sure it's messed up. He's born seven. God, he's he's born seventy seven. Macron. If yeah, you, that is. Who he you looks. Are. So, he looks so much older yeah, than. Awesome! Me. I could be president. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, well, that's. I'm sure you know. You're only a couple of years behind me. Is that you? Sometimes you look at people you went to high school with, and they look like they are your parents. Yeah, and his wife was born in '53. It's a French school teacher who is the wife and former teacher of Emmanuel Macron. Okay. So, well, I mean, at least he has wisdom. But, I teach. Going don't don't do that. Don't don't do it. <laughs> but but don't. um, there, you know, in the best case scenario, you become the president of France. <laughs> I mean, okay. Oh, how about this? Uh, better the younger of the two become president than the older of the two. The sex criminal, at least, is not taking office. Right, right, right. <laughs> or maybe in France, it's not sex criminal. I mean, we France is where. Uh, France does Why am I having such a hard time with names? Um, director of the Fifth Element, Luc Besson. Yeah, but, what there. is he a sex criminal? Uh, yeah. Re wait, wait. He, um, is that, is that a real? Element, yeah, I don't know. The, I mean, <laughs> by American standards, yes. Okay. I mean, the Again, Fifth Element. France. He was married to the uh, the the I think sixteen year old girl who was the alien who's singing the song, and at the same time he was cheating on her with. Uh, Mia Jojovich, who was 19 at the time, and oh, Luke Besson okay. was like 35. And also um the original script for the professional uh the professional does does it with Natalie Portman in the script. Oh, okay. Like there is they that the, um they talked him out of that. So Yeah, France, it's a different country. Yeah. <laughs> wow, maybe we should stop talking about pedophilia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> pedophilia, pit of despair. 
Yeah, really. Um, so the, 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 uh, no, that's our other stance for this this podcast. This podcast controversial. Is, 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 is against taking the controversial position to be against pedophilia. <laughs> it's worse than heroin. <laughs> that, that, that'll be a, the posters that we'll have. Pedophilia. <laughs> it's worse than heroin. <laughs> yeah, okay. don't let Abe Lincoln sell you pedophilia. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're we're finished on on this film. So, um, you want you want to shout out Stunrunner? Hey, Stun, Stunrunner Stun. at Bamcamp.com. There is music there. There Go is music there it. now. I am gonna look at it. I, I'm I'm looking at it now, man. Yeah, yeah, look at it. It's I'm looking at it. It's visible because it's audio format. Just I looked like a month ago, and it still isn't there. So, so. yeah, but that was a month ago in the past, yeah. and this will be airing surely around april anyway i gotta <laughs> i gotta hold my microphone and i, I can't do this one-handed so maybe later <laughs> my okay. mouse button i used my mouse but the buttons don't work anymore so i use a physical mouse but then i use the clicks on my computer i've <laughs> so wow, using my computer is, is like a two-handed thing <laughs> i i miss my trackball which i keep losing I, uh, um as for this podcast, we're uh, Oral Hygiene Pod on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. I think it's just Facebook and Twitter now, to be honest. And all of our stuff, including the Sci-Fi Sanctuary, is at Podcastio Podcastium. Oh, Mark ah. just turned into a podcast. I just turned into a frog cast. Ooh, I don't know okay. what that means. But um, yeah, so, you know. Thanks for listening today. So, but you know, go go hang out in your own pit of despair, I guess. And remember, keep on learning. Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done. <laughs>